Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, what's going on, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Lion's Den. It's Sunday. It seemed like it was a long, hot, crazy week, but whatever. I believe and I knew this is going to be a solid, solid show. We're going to be talking about living your dreams, and we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. But before we go into that, I want y'all to make sure you go and follow Upper Souls on IG, okay? Upper Souls, they have those retro kicks for you sneakerheads out there. Go ahead and check them out and make sure you like and follow them. Listen, this Corona thing isn't going to last forever, so you want to make sure you step out in style, right on. So go to Upper Soul, U-P-P-E-R-S-O-L-E-Z on IG. All right, make sure you go and check them on out. But without further ado, we're about to get it in with our guests. Hey, what you got, uh, or our host, what you got, Herm? How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man, and I agree with you, bro. When you said that this Corona thing will last forever, so, you know, got to make sure we step out in some style, right? No, no, because that hat ain't it. That hat ain't it, bro. So you, so you know I got to do what I got to do, you know what I mean? Okay, so, so tell some of the story. Is there a story behind the hat? No, man, I was just walking. I was like, man, that hat just talked to me. He said, hey, man, you know you want to buy me. And, and it was the only thing that fit my big head. So I was like, okay. Okay, cool. so that makes sense. Because I was going to say, just because, so so you just felt like you had to answer it because it says something. All right. Yeah, man. But, man, yo, it's a beautiful day. I'm excited to talk with this guest here. You know what I'm saying? I know that it's going to be motivational and inspirational. So I'm just looking forward to getting it in. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Big Will, how you feeling, brother? Oh, yeah. There What's is. going on? What's going on, everybody? Hey, it's another great day. Hey, I don't know why, but I got the urge to watch that horror movie Jeepers Creepers. Don't ask me why. It just kind of came to light today. Hey, what's good, Herm? Herm's hat, all that good stuff. But hey, yo, looking forward to this show. Miss Lady, hey, I cannot wait to hear what we get into this evening. Looking forward to hearing all these great things that the Lord did in your life. But hey, let's get it. All right, all right, right, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce to you the film director and actually a casting director, a motivational speaker, professional speaker, and keynote speaker, and with countless, countless of engagements. Also an author. Don't know what else this young lady can do. The thing is, I know that she can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you Miss Erica Renee Walker. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing, young lady? Love them dreadlocks right on, right on. Yes. So how are you? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, so tell us a little bit about your story because you're living your dream, right? And, and not to ask how old you are, because I heard that was rude. I don't care, but I want to be rude. But I believe you are living not just your life, but many different life, you know, lifetimes, lifespans by doing so many different things. So what inspired you to do that? Well, there's a lot of things that inspired me, um, mainly being my faith in God. Um, God in general has been a big um, ordeal in my life. I can say that um, all my life pretty much, but definitely in this juncture of my life, it's definitely been a prevalent factor. So definitely God. Um, also, um, I don't know if we're diving into my story right now, but 
um, Raquel, young lady that was with me that night that um, passed away, um, she also inspires me. Um, she didn't get to live her life. She, she died at such a young age. So I feel obligated to, in a sense, live for her and myself as well. And also my father, um, he always inspires me to always keep it moving and to, you know, keep doing what I have to do. And also family members and friends and people who I see on Facebook and everything like that. I mean, I'm inspired by a lot of people. Like people don't, people don't know that they inspire me, but they do. Like it don't fall on their ears. Like I see everything and I see the comments I read people say and it lifts me up more than they know. So everything lots up as far as me. That's so. dope. That's dope. So, you know, we, We've heard about your story and, and I'm very, very honored, you know, and, and 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 inspired as well. So if you don't mind, just taking a couple of minutes and, and talk about your story, if you feel right, you don't have to get too deep into it. But I think individuals need to understand where you come from so they can, you know, kind of correlate where you are right now. Absolutely. So on. Well, I got to go back to this part. Um, my birthday was Friday, May 30th, of the year 2008. I had just turned 21, um, and I had a party that Friday, and I've had parties before, but not to this extent, and so it was a big deal for me, and I planned it like a year in advance, and so um, it meant a whole lot to me, and I went all out, like I went all out. Um, had a hall, DJ, photographer, all that stuff that you normally get. I had that food, um, just everything, and uh, we we partied all night long that Friday, and the whole weekend was like a I would say like a dream. Um, and that weekend, I had a sleepover at my cousin's home, and that Sunday is where when it went down, everything went down. Um, basically, we woke up, you know, we had a good time. Uh, our cousins fixed a whole lot of food for us, and it was just like a big old um, brunch, like a Sunday brunch, and um, that um, we went me and my other cousins. It was like about five of us initially, but I had to drop one of my cousins off, and um, it was four of us, and we um, continued on going to the city, and um, that night, um, we were driving around, things like that, happened to stop at the particular gas station, and I was thirsty. Anyone knows me back then, oh, I hate to be thirsty, and so I stopped eating something to drink, and uh, I didn't know that it was going to go that way, but um, got something to drink, and I don't really remember much, but I remember going back outside and it just, it didn't seem right. And I remember um, getting like a, my, I don't know if it just something that just kind of like hit me or whatever, I don't know, but I can't really explain the feeling, but it just like, I remember like kind of, I don't want to say it was my breath, but like, I felt like, I don't know if you've seen movies, like something like your heart, like, doo -doo 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 -doo, like, like that or whatever, but I just felt like a, a instant, like a, surge or whatever and then I just remember blacking out and then I was told that um, I was shot in my head and um, I they said I ducked, I remember ducking and I had a crown at that night and I still have the crown to this day um, and it's, it's very fragile but I still have it um, and it, I believe it, sh it shielded the bullet that went on my head and so when the bullet went on my head it just broke into pieces and so um, on the way to the hospital, I, um, I flatlined a couple of times, had to be resuscitated, uh, had a seizure, stroke. Um, I had to have like, emergency surgery upon arrival, and I had to have a bedside procedure and um, and to drain my to drain my brain because I guess my head got like super large, and so um, they had to drain it before having surgery, and then um, 
after that happened, uh, I went to, I was in a deuce coma. And then, um, yeah, so the doctors expecting me to make it through the night after all that. But I, I did, and they had talked to my family after, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. I was like, well, I'm going to put a plug, and uh, it's not looking too good. If she do this, she's going to be vegetable, and it's not going to look good for her and her life or whatever. So my family had a tough decision to make, and uh, but God said, no, it's not her time yet. So, and here I am. Right on, right on. Look at you. That's what it is. I'm so, I'm glad. I'm glad. I am so, so glad. I'm honored. You know, I, I wouldn't feel right by saying I'm sorry that happened to you because sometimes things have to happen in a way to kind of create things, you know, new things and rebirth things and from the outside looking in we can never you know make sense of it but you, you kind of see things have to happen in order for this to for you to be who you are today and that's that's awesome that's awesome will what you got first off man i just want to say god bless you erica um that that's a lot to go through and when you were going back thinking of that moment and you were saying what you kind of could and could not remember can you go into when you woke back up and kind of finally realized what happened and you kind of heard what the doctors were saying, what people were saying, how did well, people I, receive you? I was told what the doctors had said. I never personally heard the doctors. Um, but I remember when I woke up, I, I don't know. I just was laying there and I don't know what, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it sounds funny to say this, but I literally had no thoughts. Like, you know, people say you can't, it's impossible, but I didn't think anything. Like, I didn't think like, oh, why am I in this bed? Why am I, why can I not move? I didn't, I guess maybe the brain didn't really register or something. I, don't, I have no idea, but um, I just remember looking at people and I remember seeing a nurse and she, you know, I had a feeding tube. So she, you know, put the stuff in the feeding tube or whatever. And I'm just looking at her and I couldn't talk about four months. And so and that was frustrating within itself. And um, so I'm just looking. I'm just looking at people. Like I and I, I had a bad attitude. Like I stay rolling my eyes at people. I was like, cause I, I didn't know. I didn't hold know on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on. How you got the, that bad attitude, right? So you in the bed, can't say nothing, can't do nothing, but you people looking at you just go roll your eyes out for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay. My baby said, I stay with my eyes, like, all, all the time. And I guess I, out of frustration, like, I'll try to relay a message or whatever, and they wouldn't understand it. So it's like, I'm like, huh, like, and I just roll my eyes. That was the easiest thing to do. I so. get it. That makes sense. That makes sense. I just thought you just woke up with an attitude, like, really? Why are you looking at me type of thing? That makes sense. Okay. Hey, Herm, what you got, brother? So, you know, I got to admit, I thought I was ready to hear hear that because I kind of knew but it sounds it, 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 yeah it hit different don't it hearing that come from your mouth it, I, it's like it, it, it's enraged through my body you know what I mean and to watch you tell the story with the smile that you're doing just shows incredible strength in my eyes you know what I'm saying I that's some strength that I wish that I pray that if anything happens to me you know what I'm saying that I'm able to obtain because me just listening to the story just sends me through a, a fit of anger 
and you're and you're smiling about it, it's like wow like what what is driving that smile is what I would like to know like what what after all you've been through what is what has brought you the ability to smile through what you've been through say 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 it one more time say it one more time joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. And I just refuse to allow this incident to, to just get me to be like miserable or depressed. I've been, I've been, I've been all that. Like I've been depressed. I've been sad. I've cried more times than I could account. And I'm just, I'm, I'm over there. Like, I'm, it's time to move forward. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing things. Like I don't have time to be sad for one, make my head hurt. You know, it doesn't do me any good. So I did. I don't, I don't have time for this. I, I don't. I can. I cry later. Like I don't. I don't have time for it. I just. I love I it. Oh my God, I love it. Hold on one minute. Wait, because I, I got to I got to touch on that. But I want to give a shout out to everybody that's watching right now. Hey, y'all, if this is inspiring you or if you are feeling this, make sure you love it, like it, share it, please share it. And if you're listening to this on uh, Facebook or, or YouTube, make sure you subscribe because this is what we do. And we connect with wonderful, wonderful individuals like Miss Erica. So we see you there. TK, how you doing? John, we see you, bro. How you doing? How's everybody doing? I see some new faces. That's great. We love you. We love y'all. Very inspiring. That's right, Mr. Lily Wilson. So you said something that I love. You don't got time to just be mad and sad. So when I when I heard about you, or I saw your post, I'm like, wow. And I read, I was like, wow. And she's getting it in. What do you say to those individuals that use excuses because you have every reason right you have every reason to say well this happened to me this happened to me this happened to me so i don't want to do that and you still push forward what would you say to those individuals wait hold on what would you say to the people that say i got a headache i don't want to do it <laughs> right <laughs> they, they, look like I, they look like what um i don't i don't really it's, it's, well, it's, it's kind of hard to answer because, like, I'm not a big complainer. I just, I, I'm not a big complainer, so it doesn't make sense to me. I just, I don't know, I don't quite understand it, but I just feel like, when I tell people, like, what to, when people say, so what happened to you? Like, oh, man, like, I feel bad for complaining. I'm like, oh, you gotta feel bad that this on you. Like, it doesn't have to do with me, but I just, I, have, I, I say that quitting is an option, but it's not my option. And it wouldn't be my option. So like I can't, it's not, I'm not wired that way to even before I got hurt. I've been I've been thinking like this. It's not just something that just happened because I got hurt. No, no, no. I've always been like this. Like I've always had drive. I've always been this I've always been like um strong. I've, I've always been this way. So it's nothing new to me. It's just it just enhanced, more enhanced, I would say. Dope. Dope. I love it. I love it. What you got, Will? So, so Erica, do you go out and share your story with other individuals, whether it's young men, young women, about not just what happened, but how you did not let that stop you? Because I look and I speak to a lot of kids, and sometimes it's when they get locked up, when they get shot, they're in court, when they actually want to sit still and listen and look at their lives. So what kind of things can you speak to individuals that may not really understand the value on the life they're living and what could be just so they don't have to get to a point and experience something like what you experienced? Well, 
I'll, I'll say this. So a lot of people upbringing is not the best. So I didn't, I didn't have a very bad upbringing. Um, I was actually pretty spoiled as a little kid. So I haven't, I, I didn't have a bad upbringing at all, but um, I just, I, I just think when I, when I go, I, I've been to school, but I talked to several schools and I share my story and like, I've been to like city schools. I've been to public schools. I've been to all kinds of schools and I'm coming in the, in the culture too. And I just feel, I just tell them like, you know, it can always be worse and there's nothing you can't do. Like clearly we, we, we can list my stuff I do all day long, but you can do it too. Like, and you're able to do it, like physically able to do it hundred percent. Like there's nothing that should stop you ever. Like there's no excuses. I don't, I don't, I don't understand excuses. There's, there's no excuse to why you can't do what you desire to do. Like it's, there's just nothing. I don't, I don't get, I don't get that. Like, yeah, if I, I had I have the stuff that a regular person can, like I have, I have one functioning hand. Um, my right hand feels affected by the stroke I had, and so like I, I've been doing for the past, I guess this is twelve years now. I do everything one handed. I don't know if people know that already, but I do everything one handed, and um, it's 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 challenging at times. But like I say, I don't, I can't. I don't, it has to get done. So what's the point of saying? Uh, is there's no point of complaining? Like there's no. Not gonna serve me up, um, not gonna serve me anything. So, um, when I go to schools, I just try to um, keep a um, understand a level of mind that you know er- everyone don't think like I do. Everybody's not motivated, and the ones that's not motivated, um, it's, it's it's a bit hard to get to them a little bit. Um, and, and normally, most of the time, when I tell my story, it's kind of like, okay. You can see the inspiration, you know, going across that face or whatever. But then it's like there's, there's always that one or two. It's kind of like well, whatever, whatever, like that. But um, I just, I just said in them like, what that, what that was your sister, what that was your cousin, or you know, whoever is close to you, what that was that. Then I would look at it like, and that kind of hits a little differently because people, you know, we're all so quick to say, oh, that, that can happen to me, whatever. But it can't, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, nobody's exempt. So um, that could be your mother, your, you know, your father, or whoever. It could be anybody in your family. So when I when I say stuff like that, it's kind of like oh, okay, it hits a little differently. It's like it gets their attention a little bit more. But I don't let it. Um, even though even I feel like they're not understand what I'm saying or it's wrong their ears, I still see what I'm doing because I know that being I know this. I know it's not. I know I know it's gonna register somewhere, whether it's now or later. It it it, it register to them. So I don't let that discourage me from like sharing my story or just you know reaching out to them and you know. Inspired them. I don't let that discourage me from um, talking to them. So, right. Okay. No, 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 no. That's, I love it. I love it. And as a matter of fact, what I would like to do, and I think we all in them, I think it would be a great, great opportunity to sit down and really, really break bread with you. And I'm serious because what I'm getting ready to do is talk about uh, our sponsors, but I want to take you to this spot because I think it's that good. So I'm a t- first. Let me let me tell you about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kevlar's Grill. Y'all know what it is. Look, they do the gratitude boxes, and it's the Southern cooking. Hey, Erica, you like uh, Southern cooking? You like chicken and everything? Yeah. And look, all right. I saw your eyes light up. So check it out. They got the chicken ribs and shrimps, and then if you're on the healthy tip, you got the salmon and the veggie burgers and the salad. Okay. They also have Grubhub. So it's over here on the Illinois side. Outside the v, uh, outside the Scott Air Force Base, but within the VFW. Okay, that's Post Four One 
1-800-273-8283. They do Grubhub, though, 25-mile radius. And so give them a call because it's dinner time. The number is 618-416-5700. Call them right now. But not just that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome our new sponsor, Miss Monique Slater. Okay, she's a top negotiator and award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Okay, so her and her team has this home purchasing thing down to a science. They can help you get a home in less than six hours. All right, so she's a 28-year Air Force vet chief, right? So if you're in the San Antonio area or you're getting orders or just want to go there to San Antonio and you're looking for a crib, make sure you give her a call. All right. So her number is 210-237-7268. One more time. That's 210-237-7268. All right. Your new home is waiting for you. Herm, what you got, bro? Hey, so question I got for you, Miss Erica, is... After something like that, we I mean, we can all agree that's pretty life-changing. I think that that is pretty minimal to, to put, say the least, is life, a life-changing event. So how how did, how did your perspective change? Like, did your values change after this happened? Like, do you see things through a different scope and prioritize things differently since, since your event? Absolutely. Um, I really, I won't say I've never seen people in wheelchairs, but... You know, I, of course I saw them, but I never saw them, if that makes sense. Um, but now I'm forced to see myself and see others. Um, they definitely turn my perspective. I see how people look, treat people um, who are wheelchairs. I said that they look she get, you know, I've, I've been staring at quite a few times. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I've been staring at quite a few times, but like, of course the kids, you know, they're very curious. So of course they're gonna look whatever, but adults, Adults there too, um, and I'm like, I just say, hey, you know, they look like, okay, like I guess in the state for me to be happy, I guess I don't know, but it's always like they never don't know how to take me. But um, in my perspective, definitely has changed. I don't, I take, I don't take anything for granted. I don't, uh, I appreciate a lot of stuff. Um, I, I say thank you, like I say thank you a lot. Um, I'm very appreciative of everything that people do for me. I have people who assist me um, daily. And I'm very grateful for them, each and every one of them um, that come and help me, even even through this um, COVID. You know, they're they're risking themselves as well. So I appreciate that. Um, and just a lot of people that I mean, a lot of people help me throughout the day. And you know, I'm just very grateful for people. And then definitely change my perspective of all things. Like, well, I see everything. It just it changed a whole lot. It definitely changed a whole lot. Eric, and that's good. That's good. And, and- I don't have no ill. I don't have no hate towards the person, whoever, whoever it was, or whatever. I don't have any hate towards them. But let's transition to your book. Tell us about your book. So, Dear June first. Um, it's about my story and other things as well. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, personal things in there that I don't share on Facebook. I share, I share, I share some stuff on Facebook, but it's it's nothing like that. So it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more deeper and detailed. Um, it's a little bit more into my personal thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be inspiring and all that good stuff. Wow. All that, all that good stuff, huh? So now, and, and you also do things in film, right? So, do you think your perspective has changed when it comes down to creating film? If so, how? Yes, um, it definitely has changed. Like I, like I said, with me being a wheelchair, I see 
people in this community differently. Not that I didn't see them before, but I definitely feel I want to include them more. I don't know how that looks just yet, but I do want to be more interactive. And I went to a program called um, Continuity um, STL, I believe it's called. It went to Continuity, or let me just Continuity. They changed their name, I believe. Um, and so uh, it was a 10 month program, and we learned the basis of filmmaking. I mean, everything that deals with it. I mean, we met so many producers and things like that. It just, with editing off everything that does filmmaking, we did that in the program for 10 months. And um, you definitely get to see, and for me, it was very weird because, like, it's, it was only 10 people, only 10 of us, only 10 people got to so select it. So I was one of, one of 10 that got chosen. And so um, that was a big deal within itself. So then I got in the classroom, was kind of like, I felt, I don't want to say left out because they, they did they did they did try to include me as much as they could, but this rewrote that's something I just couldn't do, um, and I, I don't want, I didn't want to um, mess up equipment, so I I, I kind of didn't want to roll over any pores and stuff like that, so I just I just watch. So just, now, how did that make so how did that make you feel though, knowing that certain things you couldn't do because of your current situation? I, I felt unincluded, not because they made not because I. They, they 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 didn't include me, but because I just felt like I wish I could do that. Like you know, I just it, I just I, I long to do I long to do certain things. It's kind of like, but I I chunked it up. I I I I took it, so I just embraced it. And just I just I just I was a, I'm an observer, mm-hmm. so I observe a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, and um, but I definitely um definitely I wanted my my move my I went my story of family eventually. In the long run, it's a big overall goal that I could do one day. So. Sounds dope. That's dope. Herm, what you got, bro? So me, I'm always looking for an opportunity. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, on, no, no. Damn, I, I got him. Hold on. Hey, Erica, no, no, wait. No, no, hell no. Watch this, Erica. Wait, nope. Listen. Nope, nope. Don't put a mold. Don't put a mold. Nothing. No, he gonna do it anyway. No. No, you gonna do it anyway. You don't got to be. Listen. Hey, whatever he buy. Okay. Look. No. You you don't want that energy. Okay. You know what I'm saying. But on a real though, um, what your goals? You got you got your your movies, getting in the film. You're getting in, you write your author and you're a professional speaker. Can you speak more about your professional speaking engagements? Like uh, when, when you go around, what, what do you hope to achieve when you speak to your audiences? Well, I want to inspire people um, to know my biggest thing is that nothing is impossible. And if I could do it, and clearly you can too, because a lot of people are like, I feel people give, give up on themselves too much, too, too, too quick. And I'm just like, well, what do you, what, what's, what are you giving up for? Like you, you're so close, but I just think people count themselves out too too soon. And I, when you, when you see, it's, it's like for me, it's like you, you see potential somebody. It's like I know you can do so much more. Like I see, it, but they don't see it. It's kind of it's it's hard, and it's like but you have to pick between your battles. So I don't um, like I said when I go talk to schools and stuff, and if I see the potential, I just I try to encourage them. Like you know. Um, of course, talking to like middle school, I, I love middle schoolers. It's like my favorite group to talk to. Um, I just tell them like, you know, do your work, stay in school, do your work, um, stay on top of it, study, say you know some nighttime because it, it, it wasn't your brain while you're sleeping. So it, it, it's sitting in your brain longer. So you wake up and to be there. Um, so I, I love talking to middle schoolers and um, 
telling them, you know, keep going and don't, because, you know, middle schools, they, they're funny, you know, it's just, they, don't, they like, they, they want to, they don't want to do work or whatever. It's just, you, you get less of day school, but I want them to stay encouraged and to always, you don't give up on their dreams. Like, and if, if I middle school, is a cross piece middle school, and when they, they went, they do so many different things. I'm like, wow. So you, you got to hold on to that. Don't let go of it. Like, I don't care who say what, you don't let nobody talk you out of your dreams. You don't, you don't let nobody tell you nothing. Like, if they can do it, that's on them. Because I feel like God gives us grace. Maybe because I talked about this earlier. God gives us grace for certain things. And our, our purpose is our purpose. And if you're, okay, of course, I, I could do a lot of things. Like, I do filmmaking, writing, um, speaking. But my, my purpose is writing. I'm, I'm, I just want this earth to write. And so I, I, I recognize that. And it's more easy to me. And so I just tell them, like, you know, whatever you are, you know, whatever you're dripping towards, stick with that. That's your thing. Like, you, you got to stick with that. Birth, like, grow that. Evolve, evolve that. Like, you know, develop that even more. So stick with it. Yes. You know what? I love it. I love that. I love that. And and let me give a couple of shout outs to everybody that's watching. Hey, we appreciate y'all. I see Miss Francine Nicholson. How you doing, ma'am? Uh, I see Miss uh, Miss Harris. How y'all doing? How you doing? And my man, Matthew, he says something that was very profound. He says, before you achieve your dreams, you will experience a nightmare. Right. And I think that we forget about that. We experience different things, but we forget what it was that we had to go through to get there. So I love that. I really, really, really love that. Big Will, what you got, man? Erica, you have amazing energy. Thank you. And as a leader, and which you definitely are a leader, what do you do to keep yourself motivated? Because I think sometimes people think that our energy is just unlimited. How do you recharge? How do you keep that smile? How do you keep that positive energy that resonates to your audience so consistent? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, say it again. I, God is my, when I say God is my everything, that's my biggest source for everything. Like prayer, definitely prayer. I say a thousand affirmations. I, I lost count. I found I found um, uh, um I found a thing on Facebook many years ago, and it was about favor. Speak a favor over your life. And it was like maybe like I think maybe thirty. I think at the time I've had like another hundred. So I'm constantly speaking positive things in my life. Um, so that helps them. That helps a lot. Prayer, speak affirmations, um, build myself up with songs. Um, I listen to worship songs a lot. Just encouraging thing, encouraging things. I love positive quotes. I, um, I try to stay around positive people, um, read positive things, watch positive things. Because, you know, what goes in your ears, it, whatever goes in your ears and your eyes, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're hearing, you're seeing, that affects you. And so, like, if I'm seeing, like, negative stuff, then I'm going to feel negative. I'm going to feel a certain way. Vibrations. So whatever you feel, whatever you feel yourself, that's what you're going to hear. And um, so I just try to keep listening to positive things and, this passive messages, you know, and all, all, all kind of stuff. So that's good. Yo, so vibrations are extremely, extremely important. The things you do, not just what you eat, but what you see, like you said, and what you hear, it will help you or it can hurt you. But I want to let everybody know you can call in. The number is 618-792-6747. One more time, 618-792-6747. But before you call in, I want to make sure we give another shout out to our newest sponsor, too. Here it is. Here's the question. Are you looking for a new skill in the medical field? 
All right. So I need you to check out the physician's management services. So they're a medical consulting firm uh, that provides uh, specialized training in the areas of medical administration, a.k.a. med coding and billing. So if you're interested in learning that skill, you can call 618-825-8173. One more time. That number is 618-825-8173. And by the way, did I say that? It was virtual. So that means no matter where you are, if you can hear my voice, you can do this training. They are online. So that's the right training that you can get available anytime. Contact them. So again, if you want to call the Lions Den, the number 618-792-6747. All these numbers. Lord of mercy, what's the problem? Hey, Big Herm. Hey, someone said that um, you look like a um, lost member of a crucial conflict with that hat on, bruh. Yo, man, what the hell were you doing? What? What is this a fashion statement? I mean, you knew you was about to get it, dog. What is this? Then somebody else said a uh, crocodile Dundee. Look, man, what are you doing? Listen, I'm a trendsetter, man. Say you know what? what? I'm, I'm a trendsetter. Ain't nobody gonna follow. Ain't nobody gonna follow that shit. What are you doing? <laughs> In that trend, can sit your asses down. Listen, man, I'm a trendsetter, man. Uh, I know, I, I, hey, I do it for the people, man. They Who? See that I'm doing it. What people? They gonna do it. Who? You know, I, just watch. <laughs> <Just> watch. <laughs> yeah, I see my boy Bill. Bill talking a whole lot of mess in the comments, man. He talking Wait, cash I'm not money. gonna try to roast him because he the kind of guy to go overboard. So I'm gonna just let him win. You know what I mean? Because he do, he the he the overboard guy. But so it's not even about him right now. That's right. Um, In other words, the roast you. Yeah, yeah. bad. <laughs> I won't win, Miss <laughs> Erica. So, um, being that you are you are in a wheelchair, do you also spend time speaking to other people that? that face handicaps and stuff like that and, and probably feeling down on that look, do you also get in front of them and, and uh, use your gift with them as well? How, how does that go? Is that harder? Um, no. Um, actually, I feel like we're all connected. Like we're all, I feel like we can relate to one another better. Um, not saying, well, I feel like people who are dis- the disability community, we all – even if we don't have the same injury, we all know it's like to lose lose something. Um, so I, I feel like we all have a connection, so to speak. So I, I think I feel actually, I don't know if my cousin's talking to them or if I talk to if my cousin's talking to people. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't care who I talk to. I just like talking to people. But um, I think we, we have a connection that other, we don't have with other people that are able-bodied. Um, so I think it's a connection. I definitely. I love talking to them as well, and I have talked to them numerous. Like I said, I've talked to people in my, my rehab center um, a few times. I was one of the reoccurring people. Um, talked to March is Brain Injury Month at um, a rehab center I went to. So um, March is Brain Injury Month. So March, they will have me. I think, I think for like three or four years, I've had to talk to patients or whatever, encourage them, things like that. So, yeah, I like talking to anybody. No, I pose, not, I'm not, you know, screwing against anyone. That's good. That's real good because it's. It, I believe it's it's great to hear some encouraging words from someone that's either you know on the same page or has experienced something difficult. You know, then you because since you weren't born like that and something drastic had to happen, you had to shift the way that you did everything. Right? You and this was your birthday weekend. 
my beating weekend. Like, come on, like, yeah. Out of all, and then to be twenty one. Yes, turned twenty one. Goodness, great! Did you even get a hook? Did you drink anything? Well, that night I remember we took a shot that night. What was that shot? I wasn't a big drinker though. Like, I wasn't a big, you know, alcohol is not really my thing. Like, it was that was my thing. Mm-hmm. So I never was a big drinker, smoking anything like that. But I did take a shot that night though. A jello mm. shot. Jello um, shot. Dang. So, and so that's what I'm saying. Being able to, you know, look forward to being a 21 year old, right? And to go out like that. I, I know that to some people, this can be extremely, extremely traumatizing and devastating, right? So I am very, very happy to see you here smiling there's a lot of encouraging words online right now for you you know and you have family members oh, tuning in hmm? I, was, I, I kept it in my teenage years though did you, you, you say what now i kicked it in my teenage years you was getting it in? oh so basically you you did enough already so you were straight Shut up. No, no, listen, look, hey, listen, your teenage, all you was doing was, was sniffing it. You ain't get it in. You ain't get it in. I mean, I was 20, so I got to do a little bit more. A little like, bit more. What? That's only a few days after the teens. That ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't kicking it. Can't kick nothing. But still, I'm, I'm just saying it's very inspirational, right, to have you on and, and individuals shouting you out. And ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you send that love, right? Send that love to Miss Erica. It's, it's dope. It is really dope. And what I want to do is make sure that if there's anyone that's interested in hearing your story, that we can utilize this to help, you know, uh, uh, catapult more, you know, opportunities from you for you. You know, is that that good? Right on, right on. Herm, what you got, bro? What you got around your word, your final word? So, yeah, it just, it, after just hearing you and Seth just talk, it kind of it really just hit me that this happened to you at a pretty young age, you know what I'm saying? And you had to shoulder that and, again, goes back to being able to see you smile about it and how you've carried on your life afterwards. It's such an inspiration. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna remember this next time I complain about some stupid shit. I'm be like, look, you know what I'm saying? There's somebody out there a lot stronger than me handling a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I'm I can I can do whatever I'm going through. So I appreciate this. I appreciate you coming on talking to us. And I hope a lot of people can see this and be like, man, you know what I'm saying? If 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 it's bad, you know what I'm saying? I gotta find I gotta find it in me to get through it and you know, just be positive. Mm-hmm. Thank because, you so yeah. much, Miss Erica, because mm-hmm. th- this is something that I needed today. Thank you. you, you, you you're right, right. You know? Yes. And and I was I was going to say something about that, too, because we all have our, our elements. You get what I mean? I was asking Herm this morning, yo, how your back feel? Ah, I still hurt. Just think about it. It's just your back. You know what I mean? It, don't don't it, do this, man. I got I'm to. I'm in pain, but now I don't man, want to talk about no, it. No, 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 no. You don't want to. We going to talk about it today, bro. Hey, shit, I was man. like, oh, man, you know what, man? I ain't feeling right. I know what it is, but but my back. Now you hear, you're talking to somebody that's been through everything 50 times more, and she's still kicking it. What? Now, now tell me how your back feel. Can't even feel that shit now, can you? Right, but no, but seriously though, I'm glad that you came on. Big Will, what you got, man? For the most part, Miss Erica, thank you for sharing your story. But walk-in testimony is what comes to mind by listening to you. Um, I'm definitely going to 
get your contact information and we're going to go out and be impactful and show kids that you don't have to get to this point. There are other things out there not to make excuses. Cause as you say, you speak to a lot of kids and you see that one or two that just like, nah, we ain't worried about that. Those are our knuckleheads that we need to save the most. Those are the ones that have the most dreams that never get a chance to come to fruition because we don't press the issue. So, yeah, so thank you for coming on and just being not just an inspiration, but just showing how impactful being positive can, can be to not just your life, but to resonate that energy to everyone that meets you. You definitely did that here on the Lions Den. I'm quite sure our audience thinks the same way. So thank you, and I look forward to working with you in the future. All right, all right, Miss Erica. So if you had a final Final thing that you want to tell yourself or let's say that night. Okay. Let's say that night or that day that you woke up. If you can go back in time, what would you tell yourself? That day I woke up? Mm-hmm. That day. Mm-hmm. That's a, I never asked it before. Um, definitely it's going to get better. Um because I, I didn't even know what happened to me, so I didn't. I don't because I didn't think anything. But um, I think I would tell myself, you know, this is nothing compared to what your life is going to be. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going to go through a lot of bumps and some bumps and bruises, but you're going to come out on the other end. It's, you know, it's going to be a good thing. So God's got you. See, so, that's why. You. That's why I asked because you have individuals that's at a pivotal time right now in their life you get what i'm saying and we don't think about that that's why i kind of dropped that on you real quick i know it was a little random but it it grabs people you see what i'm saying because you've went through the fire and you coming out still smiling you get what i'm saying like you know people go through stuff it's like well didn't i get you through that before and then you come through that so what do you think is being different like so, dope, yeah. dope, dope. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So I thank you. I thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for joining us at the Lion's Den. If you have not done so already, please subscribe. Make sure you share, share, share this. And shout out to Miss Erica Walker. We're going to make sure we give her information and put her information out there along with all of our sponsors. And we will see y'all soon next week. Right on. Right on. Later. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.